25 years on the PGA Tour and a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Jay Delsing brings you his perspective on one of the world's greatest games as a professional golfer and network broadcaster. It's the game that connects the pros and the average Joes. Brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Golf with Jay Delsing is now on 101 ESPN. Good morning and happy Father's Day, St. Louis Pearly. Happy Father's happy Day. Happy Father's Day Man, to you. Uh, this is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Got my buddy and and dad and uh, friend John Perlis here with me. And man, just a wholehearted uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, hopefully you're out to play a little golf Father's Day and hang out with a fam and grill and drink a beer and whatever it is that that, uh, that gets you smiling. But um, So we format the show like a round of golf. This is the On the Range segment. Um, reach out to us on our social media outlets, please. My Twitter handle is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf. LinkedIn is uh, just Jay Delsing. I have an Instagram handle. I'm not sure what it is. I told you last week I'd figure it out. I will figure it out for you by the end of this show. How about that? But, I'm um, sure Drew will get it posted. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And Drew and uh, my partners at BYK Digital have just been fantastic. So, um, yeah, all right. So, cool. Father's Day. Yeah. I mean, this just... Um, Sunday of the U.S. Open, Father's Day, and we're at Pebble Beach. Yeah. Come on. Absolutely love it. Absolutely Come love on. it. Come on. Does it get better than that? And, and, I mean. And there's just there's just so much drama there, so many things going on there, so many guys who, who can who can make it happen. And uh, it, 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 your, I think it is your, Mecca, your favorite place to go play at least professional golf, but maybe just to go play. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's um, it's fun. We, you and I have had a chance to play there together. You yep. and I have had a chance to caddy for me together. We've had some uh, – I can remember when I had reached the end of the rope with my putting, and we spent mm-hmm. literally five hours? Yeah, a long time. Oh, and the greens were so oh. bad. But not to get too far off of the tangent, do you remember once it started clicking? Those greens, it was end of the day. The guys had practiced on them all day, amateurs all day. She said, Poana, terribly were, bumpy And you were making looking. everything. Yeah. And it just showed us yeah. that, you know, when you really roll the putt the way you can roll the putt, it doesn't hardly matter how right. bad the green is. It can right. go in. Right, 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 right. It's going to go in. Yep. We've got uh, cool stuff. we got a golf tech, uh, like we do each week with Justin Hoagland. Uh Great interview with my longtime friend, uh, Jim Zimmerman. He is the Western Region Sales Manager for Atlas II, but uh, division of uh, Zeckelman Industries, which is all about steel. But I like that and, kind of interview. You and I have talked about it. You've got the kind of celebrity, Faraday uh, type of interviews, uh, Brett Hull, et cetera, which are fantastic. Love those. Uh, we've got some of the local flavor and the more you know golf professionals, if you will, the PGA folks and, and instructors. Love those. But I'll tell you, Jay, this one's kind of near and dear because I think this is what propels golf is this type of thing and his story, how Mike, uh, excuse me, how Jim got into the whole game himself, how he uses the game right now for his business. Love it. Just oh, love it's, it. It's, it. It almost gives me chills when I, when I, it, it's what, it's why this game is what it is mm-hmm. to us. And then hopefully, you know, we're spreading this word. I mean, that's why we're doing this show. We want to grow this game and we want to have some fun doing it. And um, so, Please don't go away. You've got to uh, stay tuned and listen to the to the Jim Zimmerman uh, interview. But um, let's just do Pebble Beach, man. Let's just talk about. I mean, oh, I, I just can't. I, I for me, if I could have if I could have won any tournament, it would have been. You were on the cusp it out would, there. It would have been. It would have been at Pebble Beach for the U.S. Open. Yeah, I would have. I would have loved to win the Masters. Don't get me wrong, but as a kid, is it this country, the greatest country with all these opportunities and things? Man, and they get to hoist the trophy on the 18th green at Pebble Beach. What could well, compare to that? Of all the places I've gotten a caddy for you, walking down 18 caddying for you at Pebble Beach is absolutely spectacular. I mean, we have some funny stories about walking down the 18th yes, of Pebble Beach. Yes. Pebble Beach as well. I'm not sure if the, you want to tell that story? For sure. Okay. So I'll set it up a little bit. I'm flying in and barely get in in time 
to, to caddy. So I get in in the afternoon. I really wasn't sure which story you're going to, <laughs> well, but I do you know, know, I do know now. Yeah. So I just figure logically, is he's going to be at the end of his practice round. He's got some other schmuck uh, carrying his bag that I'm going to have to knock off the bag to make sure I don't lose my post. <laughs> and I start walking down uh, 18. I'll go backwards and I'll find him out there because it's a practice round. They're not posting who's playing where. All of a sudden, first guy down the fairway is actually on 18, is Olin Brown. And I know known Olin for a long time. Great, Great guy, yep. fun guy, Terrific. just all around super. He kind of looks at me, and he says, hey, Pearly, and kind of gives me this glance. He's like, it's not pretty back there, and keeps walking. Now, Olin's just, we're normally going to stop and talk for a couple minutes. He's like, I don't even want to slow down because I don't want these guys behind me to catch up, and it was you and Jim Hardy. Yeah. And there was some serious Sparks tension. were flying. Oh, serious yeah. No, tension. there was. We were beyond tension. We were beyond tension. Look, you know, you you witnessed it firsthand. I loved, I, I still love Jim He's Hardy. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah. He's a wonderful and, guy. And he, and he really helped me to a point. Mm-hmm. But we were at a point with my game where I had three shots I could hit. I could hit a hard pull left. Dan Caddy from there. That would ruin every single thing you ever tried to do in <laughs> golf. And it did. I had a beautiful looking shot that would go right on line. It would be at least a club short. Can't get it. Can't get it from there. And I had the little wiper out to the right that um, was. Awful that I didn't want to caddy from there. Exactly. And when you hit the wiper, you didn't want to play. I didn't want to play because it's offline and nope. it's short. No, so we're we're on we're on the um, and he's out there helping. I'm with Pernice, I'm with Duffy, with Olin. We got Jacobson. We got all the guys yeah. that are hardy uh, disciples out there. And um, I'll never forget. I'm standing on the 14th fairway, and it is. Mm, how wide is that fairway? It's four, as wide as they get out there. It's as wide as you could possibly imagine. And I, I dropped this three wood, and I finally just got in Jim's face, and I said, well, I mean, we've been doing this for 13 holes. He's not hearing me. At least I'm feeling like he's not hearing Somebody's me. not hearing somebody. There's <laughs> no on, doubt about that. Come on. No and I said, <laughs> I said, man, you you got to help me. I don't think you're understanding. If I do what you're going to tell me to do, my ball is going to fly so far right I can't play from there. He goes, well, then just let it go right. And I go, all right. So I put, I, I got my three win. I'm going to, you know, knock it up into the neck up there at, four, at 14. And, uh, and I fly it out of bounds. I'm an exaggerator. I know it. How far out of bounds? Well, you hit the house. I hit the house. So the house. I hit like a $45 million house. But the house is... Like 50 oh, no, to 100 yards, yards off. off. It's not it's like they're the, tight up to the edge of the It's tower. off the beaten trail. It's like if you're trying to drive a ball down 270 highway here, you know, you just hit it to 170. Yeah. That's how far off I missed it. And I said, Jim, and he said, oh, here's what happened. I said, that's not what happened. I, I, I've been trying to do what you're telling me to do, and this is what I get. And he goes, well, he throws another ball down, and I mean, I hit twins. I hit the house twice. <laughs> and that's when it all started. And he goes, well, maybe I just can't help you. And I go, really? You're not helping me. That's what I keep trying to tell you. We need some new info. Anyway, it was a, a tense situation. It was tense. And it, it, made the, it made, well, the week was tough. It was, it was one of those times where that was the transition. That yep. was time that, yep. hey, you had to go your separate ways. Yep. It happens to the best of them out there. Yep. Always has. Yep. Always will. You hear about yep. the guys switching, uh, you know, coaches, uh, instructors, that kind of thing. And and Jim has gone on and still done very well. You went on and, and played some great golf. So it's just it's one of those deals. But there was a lot of tension and it was it was nervous. Okay, so let's tell a better Father's Day okay. story. Let's tell a, a dad and a John story. Or I got so many stories with my dad. I got to tell you this one story. We're playing at North Shore Country Club, which they called it a country club, which is. Not right. Not North Shore in Chicago. No, North, no Shore here. North Shore here, off on Riverview. Okay. North Shore where in Chicago used to is ride. a country club, but yeah. it is nice. Yeah, yeah. So my brother's on the tee, 18, kind of in the in the dark. We used to play after dinner. I just love that time mm-hmm. of night. And there's a, a dog about 90 yards off the tee, an old mangy beagle walking across the fairway as slow as can be. And my brother had just, um, he, my brother's turned to hit. And my, my he's not hitting. Bart, my, this is Bart. This is my brother Bart, who absolutely one of my best friends in the whole wide world, absolutely great golfer and great person. And my dad says, hit the ball, son. And my brother says, Dad, I don't want to hit the ball. The dog is in the way. And he goes, you couldn't hit that <laughs> dog if you tried. And my brother's like, all right. So he tees it up. I, oh, boy. Dead square in the middle of the dog's rear end. Dog yelps, go over there. I'm... On the ground laughing, and my dad is looking, my brother's laughing, and he's looking at us like, how did I go so wrong with these two sons of mine? It was just, 
it's so funny. And there's one other story I got to tell. Absolutely. We're playing over North. We're playing. My dad's in the trees. And we're like, climbing around in the trees or balls in the trees. He's looking through this little <laughs> opening that he sees. I'm like, Dad, what are you going to? He's like, I got this. Now, this is a big time quality professional baseball player. Yeah. This is an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay, cool. Dad's got this. So he hits a shot with like this little punch out. It goes about 10 yards and hits a tree dead square and comes right back and hits my dad in the forehead. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that story. My brother and I are, we're both out of the cart. We are on the ground, and he goes, I don't want you two laughing at me. I'm like, Dad, it's too late, man. Oh, it was, he's got, and then he starts laughing. It's just one of those memories, Pearl. He was, oh. he was a freaking, or would have been a gold glover. He should have snagged that thing as it was coming well, back. It, or was it, it punishment that he let it hit himself it, on purpose? He probably did. He probably did. It was. It was some kind of funny. My brother and I talk about those two stories all the time. Just heartwarming. Just this game, those stories. And I'm, I'm sure, folks, you've got tons and tons of those that um, ah, they're just awesome. The best. Absolutely the best. Yeah. Absolutely the best. Fantastic. Um, well, anyway, that's going to wrap up the Beyond the Range segment. Okay. Um, come back. We are going to air the uh, Jim Zimmerman interview on the uh, front nine. Uh, we're going to take a short break. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Doster, Olam, and Boyle LLC are a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Delsing here on 101 ESPN. The firm was started in January 2015 by Mike Doster, Jess Olam, and John Boyle, three veterans of the St. Louis real estate, banking, commercial, and corporate legal landscape. The firm was founded on the shared view that success should be measured by client and community satisfaction, not profits for partner. The firm's focus is on business, real estate, corporate, finance and restructuring, and succession planning. Since its founding in 2015, Doster, Olam, and Boyle have been involved in real estate, business, and corporate transactions with a combined value in excess of over $1 billion. For decades, Doster, Olam, and Boyle lawyers have been recognized as leaders in their practice areas by their peers. Doster, Olam, and Boyle, LLC. Extraordinary talent, ordinary people. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Spring is here, and if you're in the market for a new home, you've got to call my friend Joe Schieser at USA Mortgage. He's been a loan officer for 26 years here in St. Louis. He's closed over $500 million worth of loans and specializes in pairing the right loan program for each borrower. He has unique loans for first-time borrowers as well, for VA loans for veterans, uh, no-cost loans and for refinances, and cash-out opportunities to pay off credit card debt or to make some home improvements. Don't pass up the chance to improve your financial position while the rates are still low. I'm actually in the process of trying to go from a 30-year fix to a 15-year fix, and it's all because of Joe. Call Joe at 314-628-2015 today. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is proud to be an official sponsor of 101 ESPN's newest show, Golf with our friend Jay Delsing. Just like Jay, Urban Chestnut is born right here in St. Louis. With three local brewing and restaurant locations, you won't travel far to sample straight from the source. If you're heading out to the links this weekend or if you're just in the mood for a classic German-style beer, grab a four-pack of our fresh, refreshing Zwickel Bavarian Lager wherever craft beers are sold. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. Prost! You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing on 101. One ESPN. You can find Jay online at jdelsinggolf.com. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome, Welcome back. back to Golf with Jay Delsing. Jay and John are here. Uh, this is the Front Nine segment. Um, reach out to us with your questions, comments, golf stories, anything golf-related, life-related, anything um, that you would like us to know about. Um, you can reach me at jay at jaydelsinggolf.com. And each week we select an email, and if it's read on air, you will win complimentary golf or two at a really good track, Gateway National. Compliments of Walters Golf Management. So, um, Pearl, you got a question? Absolutely. Mike writes, is there a way to see if my, if my clubs are too short for my son? Uh, he hit a major growth spurt, and he looks so bent over the ball. I hope that it is not a stupid question. It's definitely not a stupid question. Uh, we are not members of a country club. Thank you. It's not. You need to have the right equipment, don't you, Jay? Yeah, d- definitely. And this exact same thing, Mike, happened to me between my 
Um, Between you when you were five feet tall, when you were six four. Yeah, it, it was just it was just ridiculous. <laughs> I think that was overnight once. I can time. I can remember I, my my freshman year uh, in basketball. I was playing point guard, and my sophomore year I played center. Mm. Yeah, so I grew like six inches that summer, and uh, the clubs were messed up. And I can remember trying to fool around with. Uh, it's not first of all, it's not a stupid question. You do not, and we have talked about this before. If there was a rumor that you and I would love to dispel, it is this is not a rich kid sport. Mm-mm. It is not. Right. It 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 it. Uh, there's so many opportunities to play golf. There's so many um, pr- uh, non-private con- uh, golf courses that will love to have you play, yep. and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. And there's plenty of outlets to get uh, good equipment. But um, what you need to do, Mike, is take your son. There, you're going to Dick Sporting Goods. Go to Golf Tech. Golf Tech, absolutely. Go to Golf Tech is our, one of our sponsors. Great folks at Golf Tech. Go see Justin Hoagland or go see Mike Cummings down in um, in Chesterfield. Great people. And, and get your son fitted. There is ab- absolutely formulas to this thing. They'll help you figure it out. It, it's all going to relate to how far your son's... The tips of your son's fingers are from the ground, and it and it, it changes all the time. That's relative to length. But then also, if he's growing that much, his strength has probably increased quite a bit. His leverage certainly has. So you want to look into some of the strength of shaft, uh, some things like that as well. It's 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 not really just the length thing. No, though that's that's a that's a full blown uh, system with various components that are important mm-hmm. and need, and can't be overlooked. Yeah, so Mike, not a stupid question. Thanks for listening to the show. And um, and you and your son now get to go on over to Gateway National. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. All right, we got the Jim Zimmerman interview coming up. All right, so folks, listen to this. One of my favorite parts at this begin the beginning of this interview is listen to how Jim Zimmerman got hooked on the game of golf. This Great is uh, story. Jim Great Zimmerman story. With, with Atlas Tube and Zuckerman Industries. I'm your host, Jay, and I am here with my longtime friend, uh, Jim Zimmerman, who is the Western Region Sales Manager for Atlas Tubing. So, Zim, thanks for joining me, and you've been in the steel business most of your career. Yeah, 44 years. 44 years, a long time. And you're only, what, 45 years old? That's pretty impressive. Uh, well, I'll be 48 in November. <laughs> <laughs> we North County guys started early, didn't we? No. Now, you know, I've been on the road for a long, long time. I look as bad as my luggage. You know, you've got one of the coolest stories about how you got involved and and kind of got hooked by the game of golf, and I really wish, uh, appreciate it if you'd share it with us. Well, you know, like most kids, I mean, we, uh, we did everything. We played every sport possible. You know, we played soccer, baseball, basketball, we did track and field in our backyard, pole vaulting and everything else. But we never played golf. And, you know, my dad never played golf. I didn't have any uncles that played golf. I didn't have any uncles. But, I mean, I didn't have any relatives that played golf. And um, So my brother and I, it just was my, my older brother and I, uh, never played golf. Well, my next-door neighbor was an avid golfer. We were living up in uh, Florissant. This is, you know, back in the 60s. And my neighbor gave up, my brother and I, two tickets to the U.S. Open at Bell Reeve in 1965. And I can remember going out to Bell Reeve. I had never been on a golf course before. And I was amazed. There wasn't many trees out there. In fact, I don't think there was a tree over six, seven foot tall. It's changed dramatically. Um, but we went out and played or watched. And I can still remember distinctly my brother and I were sitting uh, they didn't even have ropes back then. We were sitting there, and a ball came up about six, seven feet in front of us. And who comes walking up but Julius Burroughs, who was the by far the fastest golfer I've ever seen play and would just shame all the golfers of today. And Julius Burroughs, his caddy handed him a three-wood, and the ball was buried in the grass, and he made the sucker up on the green, and I thought, that's just the coolest thing I've ever seen. So that was on a Saturday. On Monday, a buddy and I uh, went and played golf for the first time. So, I mean, it's literally, I think it was June 22nd, 1965, I said, I've got to learn how to play this game. And so I borrowed, the funny story, I don't know if I've told you this, 
I borrowed my neighbor's golf clubs because I didn't have golf clubs. I didn't have money for golf clubs, and my parents didn't have money for golf clubs. So I borrowed them from my neighbor, who was kind of an avid golfer. And we went and played Nora Lakes, which no longer exists, but it used to be right off of West Florissant, uh, and Canfield, where you know a lot of the, the riding had occurred, and it was torn down, and apartments were built. And I went and played golf, and I gave my neighbor back his clubs at the end of the day, and he said, how'd you do? And I said, I shot an 85. He said, you did not. I said, I did. I said, I counted every stroke. I shot an 85. What I didn't realize, it was a par three course. Par was 54. (laughs) (laughs) So I shot an 85, and I'm thinking, I'm I'm looking at what the tour players are are shooting. I'm thinking, I'm not too far off, and I'm only 13 years old. And it's the first time I've ever played. Yeah, exactly. This this game's easy. I already got this knocked. So um, from then on, I mean, it was, I just got bit, and we've been playing ever since, whether it was there or North Shore. Or we could sneak on to, to uh, Norwood or whatever we could do. We'd go anywhere we could. Paddock, we played all the St. Anne. You name the track, we've played it, and uh, I've loved it ever since. And don't play any better than I did when I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Zim, one of the things that, that I want to do on this show is talk about how the the game has such broad reach into so many different areas of life. And, it, it you know, in the PGA Tour, it's a tremendous uh, uh, fundraising engine where, you know, millions and millions of dollars are created um, by tournaments and things like that. But... You use golf quite a bit in your business. Explain to us a little bit about that. And, and, you know, there are other opportunities, but, you know, we chatted about this. And golf is one of those things that when you invite a customer, you very seldom get turned down. Yeah. Yeah. Jay, I, you know what? It, it's business has changed so much uh, since I got into the steel business in, in the 70s. And, you know, steel's a commodity. Uh, what we make, everybody can make. So people really buy from who they want to do business with, who they have the best relationship with, uh, who they can count on. I mean, you still have to have a great company behind you, but you still have to get the phone to ring. And in, in days of old, it was, you know, a couple drinks at lunch. It was dinners. It was this. It was that. It was ball games or quick games and things like that as far as a way of entertainment. And a lot of that is almost left. I mean, you don't see nearly as much of that. People are very valuable. They really feel um, a value to their personal time and, and just don't dedicate that much to dinners and things like that. So um, it, it's harder to get people one-on-one away from the office. Golf seems to be the one that never seems to go away. Uh, I know in our company, we are very golf-oriented. Uh, we do a lot of uh, not only one-on-one go out and play golf, but uh, golf trips. We do golf trips regularly, uh, which you're aware. I know you've, you've, you've been very active in our company's outings. And when we ask customers to go for a golf trip, it's just very rare that we get somebody say, eh, I don't think so. I, don't, I just don't think that's up for me. Um, it, it, it's, it's really, really some way that we can get a customer out and get him away from work and you not only entertain a customer, but you really forge a friendship when you have to walk these courses and, and lie about every ache and pain and every handicap and everything else you really do forge a, a friendship that you just can't get any other way. So that's why we really, really uh, uh, are active with the golf trips and, and golf outings. Uh, as you know, you know, we host the Masters. And uh, that has become a tradition every year when we're there for the week and we entertain a whole crew of customers every day at the Masters. And I mean... When I call a customer and say, would you like to go to the Masters? They don't even say, let me check with my wife. They say, yes, I want, I'm going to go. And it's, it's a memorable thing that really almost transcends the ability to play golf or the, or the people that play golf. We have a lot of customers that come that have never swung a golf club that love just to be in that atmosphere 
of a golf tournament. It's electric. Out there. All right, we got to stop that interview. That's really cool. I have been fortunate enough with my hospitality and entertainment business to work with Zim and, and Zuckerman Industries and do the Masters, and uh, it's just really great stuff. But but don't go away. We've got to take a break. Uh, that'll wrap up the front nine. Uh, but we want to come back and listen to how they view golf and how it enhances their, their business relationships. Big deal. Yeah. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Are you looking for a golf training facility and PGA pros to help you out year-round? Make sure you get to Golf Tech. They've been in St. Louis since 2007 and have three convenient locations to serve you. They've got state-of-the-art video equipment, and you can take your lesson home with you and replay it as much as you'd like. Start with a golf swing evaluation for only $125 and let a Golf Tech coach customize a game plan for you. 314-721-GOLF. You can find them online as well, golftech.com dash St. Louis. Play better, swing better, golf tech. I got a big shout out and a thank you to Whitmore Country Club for supporting my golf show. I don't know if you know, Whitmore Country Club has 72 holes of golf. There's a 24-hour fitness center and has a extremely large pool complex. This is a family-friendly country club to belong to. There's a kids club in the main clubhouse right near the fitness center. There are golf leagues, skinned game, members, tournaments, couples events are available all year long. If you join at Whitmore, you also get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And the cart fees are already included in that membership. There are no food or beverage minimums, no assessments. Go out and see my friend Bummer out in the clubhouse. He is an absolute jewel and a wonderful guy that will tell you all you need to know. Or you can call Whitmore at 636-926-9622. After 25 years on the PGA Tour, Jay Delsing takes you behind the scenes from the eyes of a pro. Now back to more golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Got my buddy John Perlis here with me, and we are on the back nine. Got to do a, a, a little spot here for Whitmore Country Club. Yep. They're our title sponsor, great friends of ours, uh, great supporters of golf. And if you're looking for a place to join, Whitmore Country Club is where you need to go. 72 holes of golf, you have access with that membership. You have access to the Golf Club of Wentzville, uh, the Links of Dardeen, and the Missouri Bluffs. Uh, your card fees are included in the membership, so you're not going to get dinged for that little extra charge. Um, what a great opportunity it is. So when you go over there, you go to Whitmore and talk to Bill. He's, he's in charge of membership. He's a great guy, but you got to go in the golf shop and say hi to Bummer. One of our favorites. He's been on the show. Lover of the game. Real character and uh, as authentic as they come. He can make you feel kind of welcome. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about this, but I loved it as a kid. We had something like that growing up in, in Michigan, and I had have five sisters. And parents could kind of drop us all off, and we would gravitate, just like Whitmore's got, to swimming, to golf, to all kinds of other activities, meeting new kids that you haven't met before. There's so many things that can come of that. It's such a positive thing. Yeah, there, there's no there's no question about it. And, and there's the facilities are fantastic. They've got a 24-hour fitness facility. They've got tennis courts. They've got a huge swimming complex, as you said. There's swim teams for the kids, tennis teams for the kids, junior golf, obviously. And then there's a kids club for the kids and for the parents. Who knows what they can gravitate to? We might think, oh, you know, I want my son or daughter to play this sport. Well, they start hanging around. Maybe all of a sudden tennis catches their eye, swim team catches their eye, that type of thing, and they've got all that exposure. They can kind of gravitate and choose what makes sense to them. And sometimes as parents, we don't always get that figured out for them. Yeah, absolutely. There's also all sorts of different golf. There's skins games, there's golf nights, there's leagues, there's couples events, uh, there's... Uh, they've got a phenomenal social calendar. Mm. Christmas parties are terrific. There's just there's stuff going on all the time. It's a community. It's family-oriented. If you want to call them, you can reach them at 636-926-2216. And, um, yeah, thanks thanks again to Whitmore. Let's get back to the Jim Zimmerman interview, Pearlie. This, um, this is fantastic. We're going to hear about how and how they see golf and how golf enhances their, their business relationships. Love it. Absolutely love it. You guys use the game to enhance your business relationships. I mean, I, I've been with you many times, and there's not even a conversation for the most part 
about business on the golf course, it, or, or very rarely, unless the very, customer, very little. yeah, unless the customer himself brings it up. But boy, I tell you, you know, you go on a golf outing with a guy for a couple of days. When you do have to ask a customer a question after that call, or ask him a favor, or ask him for an order, or ask him for feedback on a on a particular quote. Um, boy, the level of communication is just so much different than somebody that you haven't been with. Uh, it's it's just remarkable. Well, it's and and I mean it's really a testimony. So Zim, what what I was telling people, and again, this is Jim Zimmerman. He is the um, Western Regional Sales Manager for Atlas Tubing, been in the steel business his whole life. And what one of the things that I was telling people is that business is so difficult, and and so competitive, and it's oftentimes that you get situations like you're referring to that can be the difference in getting, you know, getting that call back or not. Jay, what we do is not complicated. I mean, this, this is not, uh, <clears throat> it's not a difficult business. That's why I'm in it. But um, <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's relationships. You know, somebody told me, 40 years ago, people buy from who they want to buy from. I don't care if you're buying a refrigerator. I don't care what you're doing. People buy from who they want to buy from. And uh, they want to buy people that they like, people that they can trust, uh, people that they can rely on, and they like to be sold. If you take a customer out on a golf course and you have a great round or a couple days on a golf trip to where you can bond and forge more than a person, more than a business relationship, more of a personal relationship, you've got half the battle won right there. I mean, the days of getting business, you know, you know, because you are who you are. You still have to be competitive. You still have to have a great product. You've got to do all those things. But the relationship and what golf does to a relationship is the ultimate tiebreaker for us. And, and we really find that, um, uh, you know, golf has just been just a great tool for us in business in, in getting customers. You know, you know, customers. you know, it's interesting, Jim, is that um, in a world today where we have so many ways to try to stay in communication with one another, there's not a better way to communicate and, 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 and rekindle friendships and, and relationships than on the golf course, is there? Yeah, isn't it funny? I mean, the one place where you don't have a phone or shouldn't have a phone is the place where you build the best relationships. I mean, um, I could call a customer 50 times a week and not have as good a relationship as a guy that I spent four hours and 18 holes with. So um, uh, it's, it, <laughs> I wish I got to play even more, but uh, I play as often as I can, and I utilize it as part of our business plan to get customers out, to uh, get to know them better, what makes them tick better, and let them uh, have a better trust value in us. That means you can't cheat on the golf course, because they always say you spend four hours with a guy, you know a lot more about him as far as their ethics and everything else. But, um, and I'm bad enough, I, let the, I play customer golf, I let them win a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you make it look like you're not trying, like it's happening on purpose. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sim, one of the other exactly. things that you touched about a little bit was the Masters. And the, the the other thing that I think the city got a great glimpse of last year was the magnitude of the PGA Tour now compared to, oh, man, even 10 years ago. But the Tiger Woods mm-hmm. effect has mm-hmm. is, is really been something, hasn't it? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. I, you know, uh, Jay, I was just down uh, this, this last week. I went to the Colonial Tournament, and um, golf is in great shape. There's, there's so many good golfers out there, and they're all terrific to watch. They're, they're, they're just unbelievable, the way they hit the ball with their distance control and everything else, their short game. But, it, but golf still needs the personalities. Um, you know, I was at Bell Reeve on Sunday when Tiger was making his charge, and I've never felt a more electric crowd in my life. I mean, that was just unbelievable. Uh, at Colonial, it was around Jordan Spieth, of course, you know, local boy. 
And so there was a, a big buzz there, but it didn't have the buzz um, that, that Tiger brings out. So uh, the pro golfers have, have Tiger to thank a lot for, you know, the, the money and the TV revenue that they get because he, you know, whether you like the guy or not, I mean, he is, he is the game when you're in a tournament and he's involved. Uh, it, it's it's just a lot of fun. And the Masters, of course, uh, uh, to to be there and see the throngs of people walking up to the hole three holes before he even gets there is something else. You've experienced it. It's uh, it, there, There's just nothing. I mean, you know when, when he's coming because you can just see the see a humanity coming towards you wherever, you know, if you're sitting in a particular seat. You've had that, you've really taken- a, You've taken some great photos down and even shared some with me down at Augusta. And um, some of the different things, you know, the different aspects of the game, we don't need to go too far down that uh, trail. But there are certain mementos that you wind up keeping, like some of the photos that you've actually um, snapped of Tiger, you know, during practice rounds and things like like at Augusta, are just priceless, aren't they? Well, they really are. They really are. You know, I mean, it, 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 it seals that moment when you were there. Um, you know, you, you've got a couple of those prints. And uh, to see him coming out of the bunker at 15 or driving the ball at 18 uh, or at Amen Corner, um, there's, there's just nothing like it. Those mean a lot to me just because it brings me back to where I was when I snapped the photo. And uh, I love it. I really do. I, I keep uh, digital files uh, from every year and, you know, thousands of pictures from the Masters. And uh, It's fun even just, you know, to kind of reminisce. I'll go back to, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, and, and see, you know, Ben Crenshaw playing, or, you know, some of the other players from that era. And uh, it, it, it's fun to go back and see that. And it's fun to see not only how the equipment changed, but how the clothes have changed, oh. even in a short time. You know, it's, uh, you don't see many saddle shoes out there anymore. <laughs> no, you sure don't. Well, the game has been has been great to me, as you know, and it's been fun to get uh, to, to watch your company, to learn more about what you guys do. And I, I guess one of the last things, uh, Jim, that I wanted to talk about was the demographic that golf covers. I mean, think about it. You're selling steel. You've already professed it's a commodity. It's it's you know it's just like another item that's being bartered and traded and and bought and sold. But it's amazing um, the the reach that golf has into all different industries, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, it really is. When, in, in fact, if you just, you know, like the Masters, which we've been able to enjoy together, just look at that crowd and look at the people that are there or those that were at Bell Reef. And you look at the demographic, uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, I was amazed at Bell Reef, how many uh, females were on the course. I mean, it was, uh, it probably wasn't 50-50, but it was pretty high. Um, and, and I think that's fantastic. I mean, it really is. And even at the Masters, you know, Masters tickets are terribly hard to get a hold of. And they're very expensive. And so you want to utilize it. But when you look at the crowd, there's a real cross-section of humanity out there. And that's really kind of cool to, to see. I mean, you'll see, um, you know, everybody, a whole cross, young and old. I see people that can barely walk and they're, and they're out on the course. And, uh, somebody, you know, a place like the Masters is so great because you don't have to see your favorite golfer. If you see it, it's a plus. But it's one of the rare tournaments that pl- is played at the same course, so people have been watching this for years. They know what 12 looks like. They know what 16 looks like. They, they know all the different holes. And so these people, it's almost like a shrine. You know, they're, they're walking the course, and it's like they're walking in New York and seeing the Statue of Liberty or seeing the, the uh, Statue of, or the uh, Empire State Building. It's things they've seen their whole life, and now they finally get to see it. So when you walk in that corner and all of a sudden it's right there, uh, I don't care if you've never swung a golf club. Uh, the people that we bring are just, they're just in awe. And uh, I get letters and notes and phone calls after we take people, and it's just like, 
I'll never forget that. And I can watch it now on TV the rest of my life, and I can say I was right there. And uh, there's just very few uh, entertaining venues that you can do that match that. Well, you know what, Jim? Thanks so much for spending the time with me and sharing these great stories. I mean, you and I could go on and on, and we have. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have. Yes, we have. So. uh, that's no, just terrific. You're doing a great job. The show's great. And, uh, you know, uh, anytime, Jay, uh, you know, we, we need to go out and hit it. It's, hopefully the weather is finally with us in the city of St. Louis. And, and it's a little bit predictable, and we'll have to go out and bang it around. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Thanks, thanks so much, Jim. All right, Jay. My yeah. pleasure. Well, that's going to wrap up the back nine. That was really a cool interview. Folks, don't go anywhere. John and I are going to kind of break that down a little bit. Lots to discuss. and Talk um, about some more father's uh, stories. Absolutely. we got the 19th hole coming. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Now that spring is here, if you're like me, you're looking at ways to freshen up your home. So I want to tell you about Jerseyville Carpet and Furniture Gallery. They have the largest selection of Lazy Boy and Flex Steel furniture. With a full-service Mohawk color center, including carpet, hardwood, laminate, and waterproof flooring, and they offer professional installation. They've got sofas starting at $377, Lazy Boy recliners regularly $1,593 for only $798. The great thing about Jerseyville is that they offer delivery and setup, and they haul off your old furniture for free. Jerseyville has been family-owned since 1973, starting with Danny Capps. Come on by and talk to Danny's sons, Matt or Jared Caps, or one of the designers for in-home consultations. You can visit their website at www.jerseyvillecarpetfurniture.net. Spring is here, and if you're in the market for a new home, you've got to call my friend Joe Schieser at USA Mortgage. He's been a loan officer for 26 years here in St. Louis. He's closed over $500 million worth of loans and specializes in pairing the right loan program for each borrower. He has unique loans for first-time borrowers as well, for VA loans for veterans, uh, no-cost loans and for refinances, and cash-out opportunities to pay off credit card debt or to make some home improvements. Don't pass up the chance to improve your financial position while the rates are still low. I'm actually in the process of trying to go from a 30-year fix to a 15-year fix, and it's all because of Joe. Call Joe at 314-628-2015 today. It's time for the 19th hole on Golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill. Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill, the best burgers in town since 1986. Mike Duffy's Pub and Grill, the best burgers in town since 1986. Quickly being my favorite uh, part of our show, Pearl, this 19th yeah, hole. we got great absolutely. music. we got Mike Duffy's. Um, and the Father's Day for Mike Duffy's, I mean, is, it, is there a better combination? I mean... Um, we're delighted to have Mike uh, support the show. Mike's got, uh, there's three Duffy locations, but Mike owns two of them. Uh, please visit the one in Kirkwood or the one in Richmond Heights. Um, terrific guy. Started it long ago in 1986 with just a real simple plan. Great food, cool place to hang out, friendly, watch a game, and uh, and, and have nice people surrounded uh, uh, um, you, serving you and, and, and hanging out with you. And, uh, you know, mission accomplished. Mike's a great guy. He works his his, uh, his butt off, and he's at, at the stores all the time. If you get in there, ask for Mike. He'd love to shake your hand and tell you thanks for supporting him. And um, We've got to get another event scheduled there. Absolutely. Absolutely. This, uh, I think. I think we got to get yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, no. I, yeah, Michael <laughs> still us. The last one was really fun. Um, and, um, yeah, so Father's Day, and for me. we got to go to Zim. Oh yeah, we got to we got to talk a little bit about, about the Zim. Zim. I just I, um, I, I this Father's Day is just overwhelming. I know we're gonna get there. I know we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Don't start there. because yeah. we we yeah, better, we better finish yeah, right. for that. Yeah, we might no be kidding. finished after yeah, that one. Who the hell knows what we're doing on this show? Okay, um, so I got a question yeah. on the Zim thing. Yeah, just tell us a tiny bit about when did you first meet Jim? How did you guys get a relationship going? I met I met Zim Jim Zimmerman from my buddy Bernie Federko and we were, uh, I don't know we were out having lunch somewhere and, and uh, uh, Zim uh, Jim Zimmerman and I along with uh, Bernie were there and we uh, have just been friends forever and it's been 30 years So another guy you play golf with Bernie, Yep. Zim, his great stories, the Julius Boros 
what, what a oh, wonderful story that, that is. Terrific. It's all, how do we all get hooked? You know, where right. at what point did we get hooked in the game? That's where when we talk about dads, that's clearly my dad is where I got hooked in the game. Uh, that whole piece. And I know uh, Jim through you a little bit, and what a fun guy. Oh, and a great storyteller. And how cool is it, you know, Father's Day, we're talking about Julius Burroughs, and you and I have played multiple rounds of golf on tour with Julius's son, Guy Burroughs, yeah. who is a tour winner and a, a great guy, a throwback, without question. My first so, putter ever was a Julius Burroughs yeah, putter. Yeah, so, yeah. so um, the Zimmerman thing, so I've been so fortunate. Uh, my hospitality entertainment business is doing well because of people like Jim. Mm-hmm. And um, these are this is a company, Pearly, that spends a, a lot of money, and they value this golf piece a lot. And for me to kind of be able to put my stamp on how you know, great the game is for me, and fit it in and represent those other companies. It's just worked really well. You help well. facilitate that, though, and make those places special to go down there and what is Augusta like? What is Pebble like? You've got the stories to help enhance that relationship. I just love, as a businessman, to hear Jim talk about what really matters in business. And at the end of the day, in this day and age, when the information's out there, everybody knows everybody about everybody's product. We talk about technology all the time, but I'll tell you what. The big deals, the good deals, the ongoing deals, the things you can count on are really relationship-based. Jim did a great job of talking about that. That's what your hospitality program, that's where the value is. That's right. why they pay you what they pay you, Right. which they pay you a lot, and they should pay you a lot. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> Though they should. It's, it's, anyway, I, I just think there's so much value to that. You know, We talk about golf and business. You can build those same types of relationships, maybe with some own, your own people in your own family. Uh, distant relatives, friends in the neighborhood. There's all kinds of relationships that can get built on the golf course. We happen to talk about business there, and that's what you're tied into. But that's where there's value. No, it's not a quick, it's not a five-minute thing. It can't get turned out. But that's not what relationships are about. They take times. And the best times, the best relationships you're going to have in business is knowing those those people other ways. Well, isn't it interesting because what I've noticed and what I adhere to all the time is we're out playing golf and we're talking about life stories and things like that. Business is a distant. Yeah. It's in the it's it may get brought up from time to time, but it it is not high pressure. It's not on the front burner. It's so far on the back burner. It's 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 that's where we're, we're what we're talking about here. The relationship mm. is. It, it, it's got to be more than just this. Oh, we do business together. Mm-hmm. We, you know, you want to feel like you know the person. You, you're going to need a favor in business in life. You're going to something goes wrong. Something doesn't get delivered, or your deliverables don't actually work out. And you need the the guy on the other end to understand. And mm-hmm. and without the relationship, it's likely to go. Forget it. Mm-hmm. And um, ah, I I'm so fortunate. The game. The game just provides that platform, that venue, John. You know, to to walk the fairways, and and to just get to know somebody at a different level. And so, in your events, you're actually then playing some golf with them, uh, going to dinner with them, breakfast, doing you know just some other travel with them. That was that kind of stuff that adds a lot to it. And on the flip side, let's put it out there a little bit. Sometimes you can identify that's not who I want to do business with. And it's happened. It's happened more than I would like to. Um, but that's say, a good thing. That, no, it is it's, a good it's thing to find it out that way. Right, it and is. and or the other part where you hear this all the time, even in the politics. I can't stand this person. Let's go find, play golf, and then all of a sudden you find out different things about yes. the person you never knew. Well, that is a place of commonality. Uh, and there's an awful lot of value with that. So it ferrets out a fair amount of information that a regular meeting doesn't do is not going to accomplish. Well, yep. here's the other thing that I thought is really cool that we talked about in a day and age where we have these and we have computers, we have all of this, all of these means to reach out to each other. And and the best, still the best way for me, and the the most fun way for most of my clients is without these. Yeah. Yeah. And we're out there, we're doing what, you know, I'm looking at you, talking to you, we're actually having lunch. Those those meetings and things like that, they just don't happen as often anymore. And I'm so fortunate that that's kind of the way this thing has rolled with golf. Jay, tell us the best client story relative to golf, your outings that you can conjure up. 
So I had uh, I was doing business. I don't mean conjure up like it's not yeah, true. Like make it a, <laughs> let, wait a minute. Let me let me get on the internet. We do remember our ma- yeah. motto that we're only close on right, this show. We're close. On, yeah, that's right. Um, I had a uh, uh, my buddy Bruce Rafuse uh, uh, from Toronto. I was in the confectionery confectionery business, so he sold um, Tic Tacs and all sorts of different candy throughout the entire country of Canada. And he calls me. And I probably at the time was doing almost 10 outings a year for him. He's a great guy. Still a friend. He's a great guy. Yeah, just a fun, great guy. Fun. Yeah, really great guy. And he calls me and says, man, I, I, my business in eastern Canada sucks. And I cannot figure out how to get this guy to, to call me. I can't figure out how to do it. And, I say, and, and he goes, but I'm, I'm at the trade show last week. We were down in... Um, I don't know, Quebec City or somewhere, you know, in Eastern Canada, Montreal, maybe. And he says, I, f- I overheard him talking about golf. This guy is a golf nut. What sort of thing can you put together to, 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 get, to, to get his attention? Mm-hmm. So we put together a spectacular trip up in the nor- northeast, up in Westchester County. We went to a Yankee game and went to two great golf courses. And he said to me, that two and a half days that we spent together was probably worth over overnight over a million dollars worth That's of business awesome. to them. That's because awesome. all and you sudden, didn't charge them what a half million for it. No, I mean I just you know, <laughs> I can't. but but really the fact that. Um, that that you know that's one of those stories that doesn't come along very that's often. Great, but Jay. it was it was really uh, it, it made me feel great, you know, and uh, and and getting to hang out with this guy. There was way more in common than the two knew. And the game was a, the uniter. Well, that's what you're so good about. And just to kind of put that combination together, and what a good place to go and put that combination oh, together. Oh, yeah. And Yankee that's where, Stadium. That's where it's happening. Oh, it was, that's, it that's, that's history. That's richness. Yep. And if the guy's a, a, a golf geek or sports geek in general, yep. how do you not absolutely relish all of that? Yeah, we, we went and played Wingfoot and Baldus Rawl. It was wow. spectacular. Yeah. It was really great. It was just the three of us. It couldn't have been more intimate. We had caddies walking down the fairways. It was really fun. Yeah. Good for you. Really Great fun. story. Good yeah. story. Good stuff. Um, give me a dad story, man. I went to Pearly. Well, I you went... played a lot of golf with my dad. I did. And, I did. you know, it, 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 much of a character as anything else. And I was just trying to think, too, when did he first play golf? I'm almost sure he first swung. Because here's a, here's a guy from southern Illinois, son of a coal miner, goes into the military. I think the first time he ever swung a golf club was uh, when he was stationed in, uh, in Korea. That's almost for sure. And uh, so he kind of expanded to that. He was a character, he was a sportsman his whole life, played a lot of basketball, played major college uh, or played college football in a major way. <laughs> so I better <laughs> yeah. say that right. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute now. Yeah, <laughs> but that's but right. he was a good football and good basketball player, uh, rich history there. But I think the thing that you can relate to was the betting on the first tee. Yeah. You know, my dad taught me early on, you know, I don't really care how good you are. You're going to win or lose on the first tee, whatever nope. dang bet you make. No question. So, you know, we would throw up and play Nassau. So, you, you know, my dad would Wait, pick hang up. on a second. We didn't throw up at the golf course. Those were usually the night before. <laughs> well, let's we yeah, would throw that's balls. That's true. We would throw balls so, to decide who was partners. We didn't I understand. don't care if it was Michigan, Canada, Southern California. Arizona. Somehow, my dad was always the guy that he, threw the, the he golf knew how balls to do it. He knew how to do yeah. And he had hands about the size of a baseball mitt. Massive so he hands. would palm the golf balls in a certain way so he'd get whatever team he yeah, wanted. He wanted, yeah. And I'm telling you, Jay, he I know really I watched that, that 500 times, maybe 1,000, and I know he did it 4,000 times in his life. Yeah. Nobody ever caught on. Now, right. he's passed away, unfortunately, yeah. so I'm not throwing him under the bus. He can't use, he's not going to use those techniques anymore. But nobody ever in all those years saw that. You would think at some point, how come he always gets the guy he, you know, that kind of matches his game, his yep. handicap So for the Nassau's? So that was a lot of fun. And he was just really competitive. Great short game uh, uh, player as well. That, that was his game. When we talk about these higher handicaps, you know, play to your strength. You mentioned in one of the previous shows. And he did. He I, absolutely knew how to dink it and dink it and dink it and then got around and he'd chip it in and put it in and do whatever he needed. So it's probably his claim to fame as far as the best golf he ever played. He actually played in the uh, LA Open with Jumbo Ozaki in the Pro-Am. 
And two things happened. One, my dad was probably somewhere in the 16, 15 handicap at the time. He shot 78 at Riviera. And he, 78 in he, rim. He, he played, he always played with a cigar in his mouth. And Jumbo Ozaki was a heavy smoker, a yeah. cigarette smoker. But he marveled at how my father could swing with a cigar in his mouth. My dad didn't put it down. That no. cigar stayed in his mouth. Oh, oh, no. He didn't burn his arm somehow. Yep. He didn't burn his shirt. And Jumbo just had a great time. And that was kind of my dad's new favorite hero was Jumbo because they just they couldn't speak each other's language, obviously. But somehow they did speak each other's language in a whole different way. Yeah, that's well, and that's what the game does. I mean, you sp- how do you spend... Five and a half hours with someone that you don't speak the same yeah. language with and enjoy the the yeah. The, yeah. the experience. I mean, come awesome. on. And your dad is a big was a big man, six five, wow, three hundred pounds yeah. maybe. Yeah. Just he ended up big, at three hundred. Yeah, yeah, just a big, uh, big guy, funny and a character, and uh, he is missing. But when is, we talk about relationships, a lot yeah. of great relationships on the golf course. I got to see that. I got to early on, and when I mentioned too, sometimes. You know, uh, he would be moving to a new place or the, the, the big, big boss would come in. My dad was in retail. And, you know, I'd say to my dad at the end of the uh, the day, whether I played with them or caddied for him in that situation. And I just said, you know, God, I really didn't get a good, real good feel for that other guy. And he kind of looked at me like, I know. Yeah. But I kind of learned early on to feel that whole situation. So he gave me great, great exposure to the game really my whole life, which was huge for me. Yeah. Yep, I know my brother's got a really, really soft spot in his heart. Your dad had yeah. a huge influence yeah. on him, and uh, not on his golf game, but just not on his golf game. <laughs> Your dad didn't have a huge influence on everybody's golf game, other than he told me one time when you guys were living in Southern California that he paid for your family vacation with all the money that he won in the. And I'm like, true story, yeah, true story. Well, hey, he had he had six kids. He, yeah. I mean, he he grinded away his whole yeah. life to make all that kind of he stuff did, happen, and, and did very well. Um, Pro, we got to talk about Clever RX, a new uh, sponsor. Um, Folks, if you are having, if you are doing anything in the prescription drug world, it, whether you have insurance or not, you've got to check out the Clever RX app. It is absolutely free. You download the app for free, the information that it provides for free. And 80% of the time, when you use this app, it will save you money on your prescription drugs. It is fantastic. This is just a fantastic brand new product. I tested it out with my older sister, who unfortunately is taking. You and I, Pearl, are lucky enough to not be Very lucky. T- taking any prescription. We're going to keep that way. Yep. And uh, but my oldest sister is not, and she has rheumatoid arthritis and takes some very expensive drugs for her care. And she used it and saved seventy-five or eighty dollars the very first drug. So check it out. Uh, the app is free. It's called Clever RX. It's uh, we're live streaming. There's our our picture right there. If you need me, Jay at Jay Delsing Golf, uh, just email me. I'll be glad to help you in any way we can. Um, Pearl, one tip. I want to just briefly give yeah. a tip, and it's more of a mental thing than anything else. We got. Good. Kinda, I need I need a mental thing I'm, right now. I'm trying to go away from some of the physical things because it's hard to translate yeah. those over the air. But you know what? Get ready to play great golf. Get ready to go out and have the best day you've ever had playing golf. And people are like, come on, Delsing, you're so Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. Mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay that way because I've been beat up on the other side of this thing, and I'll be damned if I don't want to be ready when all the good stuff's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, folks, is that, look, you get out and you're even par after six holes. Don't let it freak you out. If you put your mind, if you have this these thoughts in your mind, your mind's not going to go racing on you, or the likelihood of it is not going to happen. Just be prepared for it. Pre- prepare yourself for uh, what's it going to be like playing that last hole, trying to break 80 for the first time. I Trust me, if you want to break 80, you need to be thinking about this stuff. On well, the field, whether you're breaking 70, 80, 90, or 100, for the record, is all the same. It's all relative. That's another beautiful part about the game. It's just as exciting to you, whatever that number is for you. And look, Burley, we know how hard the physical side of the game is. Mm-hmm. But if you can get the mental side to go, it, it can take about 50% of that load off of you, maybe even more. Go out there with great energy, great attitude, and maybe the actual goal is just to be into it and having fun, high energy all day long. Yeah, have that as your goal. What, regardless of what the score looks yeah. like, and then go, oh, let's add them up when we get finished. Tiger Woods did this. I'm convinced he watched he watched movies of himself winning championships, and then when he got himself in that position, it was like, oh, I've already seen this. Yeah. I've already done it. Man, that's it. 
Good one. 19th hole, Pearly. Thanks for being US with us. Open, Mike Father's Day. Yikes. Big, yeah, big happy fun Father's day. day to everybody. Mike and, and, um, and Drew, the whole team at BYK, uh, Mike Duffy's, everybody, all of our sponsors. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Have a great day. Hit them straight, St. Louis. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday from 7 to 8 for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.